Planet Worker, a world in development. Human Agency and International Development Series. Episode 10. Giddens and Foucault shape the notion of agency. Although perceived to be the expression of individualism, agency is not unfettered freedom. Agency is bound by societal conditions and the ways individuals express agency is not always, or even often, to their own benefit. A condition Herzfeld has noted. Agency may consist, in some situations, in acquiescing, or even colluding, in one's own domination by more powerful others. Importantly for the ideas explored in this podcast series, both Giddens and Foucault recognise that power is the critical factor in considering the relationship between agency and structure. Their theories of structuration and governmentality are key to the notion of agency in development. For Giddens, structuration was a theoretical frame for representing the duality and dynamism of structure and agency. In his seminal work, The Constitution of Society, Introduction of the Theory of Structuration, he argues that they are interdependent. And this acknowledges that structure can and does evolve and change through the agentic action of individuals and collectives. In this sense, systems and structure are neither static, deterministic, nor pejorative. In his view, they are neither positive nor negative, nor overly deterministic, but a way in which society and change can be conceptualized and applied to individual action. Structure can therefore be both enabling as well as restrictive on individual action, but it is dependent for its sustainability on social interaction and the influence of individuals and collectives. Importantly, this influence can be exercised by both dominant actors through intentional power as well as subordinate groups through their acceptance. In Giddens' conceptualization, power is held by both dominant and subordinate social actors. This embodied a transformative capacity where the dynamic relationship between individual actors and societal structure could lead to changes in the latter over time. It follows that changes in societal structure will also lead to variations in the power held by individual social actors within them, a process that itself leads to a dynamic process of change. It is this notion of flux and transformative capacity arising from the interplay of individual agency and structure that provides a foundation for the potentiality of individual agency. For this to come about, however, individuals need not only to believe in the possibility of change, but in addition, and most importantly, that they themselves possess the power that can be instrumental in bringing this change about. It would appear that, by accepting the potential for change in structure, Giddens has constructed a theory that is more affirmative of the power of individual agency. Structure in this sense is not completely deterministic of individual action, but responsive to influence and power by both dominant and subordinate social actors. This has particular relevance to developmentalist notions of systems, or systemic change, and the concept of structure is outlined by Giddens. It suggests that the distinction between them is that systems refer to the recurring elements of society that act to sustain it. In other words, the combined practices that underpin the effective functioning of our society, while structures refers to the properties of these systems characterized by the absence of a subject. 
In this understanding, systems would be sustained and managed by both formal state institutions and by informal social institutions, including families. Structure would be established in and around these systems which establish the domain within which our agency is framed. In the theory of structuration, individual power therefore has transformative potential but is also located within constructed and contested terrain. The individual may have the prospect of generating power and influence within structure, but individuals can also exert influences that have global consequences and implications. For Gittins, one of the features of modernity is the increasing interconnection between the two extremes of extensionality, or global influences, and intentionality, or personal dispositions, which requires of individuals to make choices about their self-identity and which in turn places them in a globalised arena where structure is evolving away from tradition and geographic locality, and authorities are diverse. In such a context, self-identity relies heavily on a choice of an individual narrative within a broader societal structure, laying the foundation for individual meaning and agentic potential. Discourse analysts are primarily concerned with the array of relationships connected to contemporary historical issues that they study in order to grasp the formation of that particular discourse, institutionalized by the formalization of statements and rules of formation. This, in turn, is both represented and reproduced through the individual agency of the actors defined through this discursive structure. This theoretical approach has profound implications for the consideration of individual agency and the context of developmentalism. For this, an examination of Foucault's concept of governmentality is illustrative in that it draws out the tension between individual freedom and the control by government on populations and the self. For Foucault, power is intrinsic to language and discourse and the meanings contained within these. In this frame, the concept of governmentality is important. Foucault summarized his definition according to three features. First, by governmentality I understand the ensemble formed by institutions, procedures, analyzers and reflections, calculations and tactics that allow the exercise of this very specific, albeit very complex, power that has the population as its target, political economy as its major form of knowledge, and apparatuses of security as its essential technical instrument. Second, by governmentality, I understand the tendency, the line of force that for a long time and throughout the West has constantly led towards the preeminence over all other types of power, sovereignty, discipline, and so on of the type of power that we can call government and which has led to the development of a series of specific governmental apparatuses or apparatus on the one hand and on the other to the development of a series of knowledges or savoirs. Finally, by governmentality, I think we should understand the process, or rather, the result of the process by which the state of justice of the Middle Ages became the administrative state in the 15th and 16th centuries and was gradually governmentalized. In this approach, governmentality refers to the application of political power by a nation-state over its citizens through a range of mechanisms that ultimately generate the willingness of individuals to participate in their own governance. One of the most important ways to achieve this is through the production of knowledge and discourses that are manifested in the thoughts and actions of individuals, and which in turn guide the behaviour of groups and populations. In this way, individuals effectively govern themselves. 
Foucault's notion that governmentality requires mentalities and technologies for its success has been highlighted as a significant feature for application to development by a range of analysts. The concept of governmentality links technologies of the self with technologies of domination, where technologies of the self refers to how individuals frame their own understanding. A key component of technologies of self is expertise, which has a number of features that have particular relevance for consideration of developmentalism. One of these is its claim to authority through science and objectivity, while another is its malleability to political purposes as a contribution to political bodies of knowledge utilised for governance and persuasion. In addition, expertise plays an important role in individual self-regulation in that it establishes the measure for truth. Founded in scientism and an elevation of the status of the expert and consequently becomes a guide for the development and conduct of the individual. What is significant in the notion of governmentality in development debates is that governance of individuals is not through the imposition of force, as this is not required. Foucault views cooperation or compliance by force as distinguishable from the exercise of power, which is the exercise of individual freedom to the purpose of government. At a nation-state level, it is the establishment of a discursive totality and the support of apparatuses by the state that lead to the self-governance by the population. The exercise of free choice by an individual is not curtailed by force, but by the establishment of a discursive totality of meaning that directs good decision-making and legitimate choices. Freedom or free choice remains the condition for the exercise of power and the precondition for governance. The replication of developmentalist discourse by a diverse range of actors in the past two decades illustrates how political elites have interwoven the coordinative and communicative discourses into a master discourse that presents an at least seemingly coherent political program and thereby serve not only their own interests, but to persuade others of the necessity and or appropriateness of a given course of action. This shift from the overt intervention and control of the nation-state to one of self-governance by individual citizens has been embedded in the global political project of developmentalism. In this new world, the individual takes responsibility to regulate themselves through their choices and become self-inventing and responsible citizens who can manage their own development and adapt to change without relying on the state. They effectively shift from being objects in their milieu to subjects that have the potential to influence the events around them and ultimately change the structure of society, which they may perceive as constraining and inhibiting towards them as individuals. This is of crucial importance to the ostensible objectives of development, which is the ability of social actors to achieve social or societal change. In development discourse and theory, the notion of empowerment relates directly to the realization of agency. In neoliberal concepts of empowerment, it is individual men and women that should participate and that ought thereby to be empowered. This is linked to the central role of the rational, self-authoring, autonomous individual self in liberal philosophy and ideology. Empowerment in this sense is predicated on a change in the self-awareness of the individual that leads to a motivation to change their social position. A neoliberal developmentalist concept of empowerment is then interchangeable with expression of individual agency in the form of civic action based on a causal relationship between knowledge and agency, in which individual agents are empowered at the level of consciousness in a vacuum divorced from actual social and political action. 
Didden's concept of structuration and Foucault's theory of governmentality have important implications for considering agency within neoliberalist developmentalism. For Gibbons, structure sets the boundaries of individual agency but is not immutable. Developmentalism in this frame establishes a dominant discursive and institutional structure for individual and institutional actors, but it is not a deterministic structure obviating agency. A Foucaultian framework is posited by post-structural theorists, on the other hand, posits agency within a deterministic discursive framework, within which individuals conceive of themselves and their place in the world, and hence reduces or removes the possibility for agency by a constructed subject. Planet Worker, a world in development. Oh.